0: letter twenty-five of moral letters to lucilius by lucius and seneca translated by richard m Gummier. this librivox recording is in the public domain on reformation with regard to these two friends of ours we must proceed along different lines the faults of the one are to be corrected the others are to be crushed out i shall take every liberty for i do not love this one if i am unwilling to hurt his feelings what you say do you expect to keep a forty-year-old ward under your tutelage consider his age how hardened it is now and past handling such a man cannot be reshaped only young minds are moulded i do not know whether i shall make progress but i should prefer to lack success rather than to lack faith you need not despair of curing sick men even when the disease is chronic If only you hold out against excess and force them to do and submit to many things against their will as regards our other friend i am not sufficiently confident either except for the fact that he still has a sense of shame enough to blush for his sins this modesty should be fostered so long as it endures in his soul there is some room for hope but as for this veteran of yours I think we should deal more carefully with him, that he may not become desperate about himself. There is no better time to approach him than now, when he has an interval of rest and seems like one who has corrected his faults. Others have been cheated by this interval of virtue on his part, but he does not cheat me. I feel sure that these faults will return, as it were, with compound interest, for just now I am certain they are in abeyance but not absent i shall devote some time to the matter and try to see whether or not something can be done but do you yourself as indeed you are doing show me that you are stout-hearted lighten your baggage for the march none of our possessions is essential let us return to the law of nature for then riches are laid up for us the things which we actually need are free for all or else cheap. Nature craves only bread and water. No one is poor according to this standard. When a man has limited his desires within these bounds, he can challenge the happiness of Jove himself, as Epicurus says. I must insert in this letter one or two more of his sayings. Do everything as if Epicurus were watching you. There is no real doubt that it is good for one to have appointed a guardian over oneself.' "'and to have someone whom you may look up to, "'someone whom you may regard as a witness of your thoughts. "'It is, indeed, nobler by far to live "'as you would live under the eyes of some good man, "'always at your side. "'But nevertheless I am content if you only act in whatever you do, "'as you would act if anyone at all were looking on, "'because solitude prompts us to all kinds of evil.' and when you have progressed so far that you have also respect for yourself you may send away your attendant but until then set as a guard over yourself the authority of some man whether your choice be the great cato or scipio or laelius or any man in whose presence even abandoned wretches would check their bad impulses meantime you are engaged in making of yourself the sort of person in whose company you would not dare to sin When this aim has been accomplished, and you begin to hold yourself in some esteem, I shall gradually allow you to do what Epicurus in another passage suggests. The time when you should most of all withdraw into yourself is when you are forced to be in a crowd. You ought to make yourself of a different stamp from the multitude. Therefore, while it is not yet safe to withdraw into solitude, seek out certain individuals, for everyone is better off in the company of somebody or other no matter who than his own company alone the time when you should most of all withdraw into yourself is when you are forced to be in a crowd yes provided that you are a good tranquil and self-restrained man otherwise you had better withdraw into a crowd in order to get away from yourself alone you are too close to a rascal. FAREWELL. End of letter twenty five, recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.